Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello! And welcome to Get the Table, another wrestling roundtable discussion podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, and the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hampler and Michael Sidgwick, here to discuss another burning wrestling issue. And that issue today is what needs to happen at the Royal Rumble. We're just a few days away, Michael Hampler, and it weirdly feels like the most exciting and yet simultaneously predictable Rumble in years. Yes, um, but for all the right reasons. Mm. The Rumble. We've said this before, we've been saying it kind of since last year when Triple H took over of WWE Creative. We know that could be up in the air now or exactly how much influence this man has, we don't know. But the Royal Rumble used to always be the nice kind of wrestling predictable. Ideally, you want uh, two or three candidates for the winners of the matches, but it should have been November and was in some big cases where the big WrestleMania matches were starting to take shape and the Royal Rumble where you get to see some of those ideas realised for the first time both in terms of the winners and in the bodies of these gimmick matches, which, let's remember, feature 60 wrestlers at your disposable in an engineered pop factory. There's a reason why this was always the, like, the perfect uh, like starting point for the road to WrestleMania, and hopefully we'll get that version of it this year. I, th- I sense that's why there's quite a lot of optimism going into this uh, particular version of the event, because for the first time in a, a generation... It actually feels like that's where we're at with the gimmick. Yeah, it feels like there are two standouts for, for well, one standout for each match, uh, Sige, but there's also a lot of fun to be had in the in the interim as well. Yeah, absolutely. Is this the bit? Can I do my fantasy yeah. book in we, here? we want to talk about the winners, but are you want you said we'll you talk about the winners then. You, but you wanted to talk about ex con Dom, and, and he's my pick for winning the whole thing, so we might as well start with him. Yeah, I've got an agenda. <laughs> I've got an agenda that I want to spread, okay? It's the look at me, please put over my fantasy book and idea, but I genuinely think this is a good one, right? Okay. So the whole storyline between Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio which I personally think is fantastically stupid melodrama that I'm really into. It's not Mm. usually my kind of thing, but I always appreciate something that, even if it isn't to my personal tastes, if it's done really well, and this is, I'll still go absolutely into it. Um, So the idea is that Rey Mysterio, it's his own kid, right? He does not want to fight him. Why would you want to fight your own son? They've held on to this very realistic story beat. No matter how stupid the story is, at its core... It's really quite believable, okay? So how do they get to the fight? How do they get there? Because you just shouldn't want to fight your own son. Unless you're Vince McMahon. (laughs) It's a very weird thing for anyone to do. But it has to happen. They're going to do the WrestleMania match. They've been building it for a long, long time. How do they do it? At the Royal Rumble is how they do it, okay? So this is my plan. This is my idea. 
Ray and Dom are in the match at the same time. Ray just doesn't want to do it. He does not want to wrestle him. He just gets away from the confrontation, just pretends that Dom isn't there, is not in the match. Dom is saying, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me, like he always does, and Ray won't. There's even an opportunity when Dom is, like, hovering, teetering over the rope for elimination, and Ray looks, doesn't even cross his mind the thought of dumping him out. Just doesn't. He's like, no, 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 not doing that, not doing that. So the match unfolds, and unbeknownst to Ray, during a certain point, Dominic has nearly been eliminated, but he survives it. This is going to take every athletic bone in that kid's body <laughs> to do this spot, but they need to be adventurous with it, okay? So Dominic has just evaded elimination. And because he's a cocky, entitled twat of a character, he decides to give it the old Eddie Guerrero shimmy, thinking that, oh, I'm brain genius me. I'm great at this wrestling <laughs> log. I've just avoided elimination. Aren't I great? Unbeknownst to Ray, Dom is doing this. At the exact moment... On the other side of the ring, he's about to hit someone with a 619. Okay? The person, it could be anyone. Carrying cross, could be. Perfect. He was struck with a 619. Bumps backwards. Oh. Knocks Dominic off the apron. And Ray has indirectly eliminated his own son oh. from the Royal Rumble. That acts as motivation for Dominic, at last to say, well, I can really, really beat him up now because mm. he's, I've got a genuine reason to do it. And obviously, Damien Priest would have to help because uh, D Dominic Mysterio beatdown just wouldn't be convincing. <laughs> but the beatdown on television after the fact is so brutal that Ray, at that point, has to say, right, I need to teach this kid a lesson in tough love. I love that. I think it's fantastic. Um, we'll talk about some other spots as we go through this, but we should talk about uh, the winners of the Royal Rumble Hamlet. Um, obviously, there could be surprises. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, their names have been mentioned in it. I personally think fans are kind of fed up with part-timers coming in, winning the Rumble and doing this spot at WrestleMania, basically. We will talk about the Sami Zayn problem, if you want to call it that, in due course. But those people aside, is it Cody Rhodes' year? Yeah, I think it has to be. I think it absolutely has to be. Um, it's. I think it's worth making a bit of a distinction between Steve Austin, The Rock, and some of the other part-timers. Yes. And in terms of comparing it to last year's, where people were mostly unhappy with Ronda and Brock. And Shane. Never forget Shane. And Shane. No, in terms <laughs> of winners, I mean, like last year. I know Shane wanted to win. Um, you know, and Ronda even didn't end up being a part-time, but that feeling was is like she's just come back in and straight away been given the win, but Brock especially. They're different, but the problem does remain, and this feels like the year to give it to Cody to prove that point. He is a guy that wanted to come back not to be a special guest, to be full-time, to be the flag bearer for WWE. He has made this story, which is either him just pulling off yet another fantastic and convincing work, or is it actually true that he wants to wear that WWE title in such a way that everybody believes it. Like, mm. nobody has once questioned that the man who formed an alternative to WWE, co-formed an alternative to WWE rather than work there, his biggest dream is to win the WWE title. That's how good Cody is. Nobody's ever questioned that. And it's it felt real last year, and it feels real now as we're actually on the way to WrestleMania. Um, Triple H, we all like looked on with great interest as how Triple H would treat Cody Rhodes, because it was, of course, still Vince McMahon's WWE when Cody left mm -hmm. injured. And it feels like he's given him the 
Triple H build. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is exactly what happened when Triple H got his injury at around the same time in 2001 for a 2002 comeback that was destined to end in winning at WrestleMania. Hopefully, Cody's win will be more interesting than Triple H's. <laughs> but the training montages, the earnest support and love that the fans have for this character as a babyface, nothing in the videos that is suggesting that this is any kind of swerve or bait and switch. This is as earnest as it gets, and people want that. Yeah. There's no little tease that you're not going to get everything you expect from this Cody run, like a fully recovered body, Cody at his best, in the form of his life, ready to go to WrestleMania. They've done the work. We are going to touch on things that could get in the way of that. Um, in football, I suppose it would be like a managerial selection headache, but in wrestling, it's the kind of thing where like, if you make the wrong move, it can derail something that was really good. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling it won't, personally, but I understand why people are making the comparisons to Batista and Daniel Bryan from 2014 and anyone and Roman Reigns in 2015. I don't think we're staring down the barrel of that and there's certainly ways WWE can avoid it but I genuinely am impressed with the work that they've done for Cody that I, I don't think it matters. I think if and when he wins the visual of people point the visual of him pointing at the sign will be exactly what people expect as a follow-on to the the vignettes we've seen thus far. Is it also about his placement within the Royal Rumble, Sage? In yes. terms of 27, 30, earlier? Yes, absolutely. I want to make this point. Can I make the Sammy point now? Yeah, might as well. Might as well. And then we can talk about Sammy and what the test could reveal itself Indeed. to be later on in the podcast. Okay, so I'm fascinated genuinely by what's going to happen with Cody and Sami Zayn or what's not going to happen. Because I think that, and I've made this point elsewhere before, that the modern complexion of the WWE audience is like markedly different to what it was in the early 2010s mm -hmm. when it was an oppressive system. It was an oppressive viewing experience. Fans, defined, vocal, were trying to project their version of WWE onto WWE and WWE were not interested in it at all. A lot of people resoundingly wanted Punk and Brian to succeed being the one and a slots, and they were told, no, it's Batista. I know it's a returning The Rock, and it made business sense for that to happen, but there was that divide within the audience. I'm not sure that ex that exists now because there's not been much to reject under Triple H, but even before then in 2021, um, when fans had returned, there was served slop a lot of times, this WWE audience, and they didn't really reject anything to the level of the Yes Movement or the CM Punk stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, in my opinion, a lot of the people who used to go to those WWE shows, who used to hijack, who used to revolt, they go to AEW shows now. They are the really passionate, loud group, and they ultimately said to themselves, well, there's an alternative now. That's probably going to give me what I want out of wrestling. I'm going to be an AEW fan now. They wouldn't yeah. have stood for that Bianca Belair squash no. from Becky Lynch no. at the time. That but wouldn't have managed to make it to the following WrestleMania, would it? It's like a different audience now. I'm convinced of that. If you go back and watch the early 2010s TV, when they're in revolt, they're hijacking, they're just refusing to take what was served to them. They've gone to AEW. That's the loud show now. I'm not saying it's the better show. Personally, yes, I think it is. But it's certainly objectively the loudest show, mm. the ones that the fans who attend those shows are most passionate. Now, I think where a lot of people, when they're fearing that Cody might get rejected in favor of Sami Zayn, I think we're using an old metric, an old barometer to predict that response. Um, I just don't think they care enough um, to do that. But it's still a potential problem Sami Zayn is incredibly over, and in order to minimize any kind of adverse reaction, 
Cody Rhodes can't come in at 27. He just can't. Like, I know it'll be a shift. He'll have ring rust. Um, the old saying is that you never, you can do as much training as possible. Five minutes in a wrestling ring, you'll get blown up. So I'm not suggesting he starts at one and gets gassed and looks embarrassing out there. Not that he would, but, you know, just mm. in case. Uh, you got to accentuate the positives and stuff. I would have him come out, like, the latest slot 15. If he comes out at 27 and everything's just kind of there before he comes, he might scan as entitled, which is ridiculous and fickle considering the incredibly painstaking recovery from that injury, but the optics of him coming in too late. If there is a risk of hijacking or revolt or a defiance in favor of Sami Zayn, putting him in that match too late, um, as beloved as he is by this WWE audience, and deservedly so, it still <laughs> represents a risk for me. So 14, I would put him in. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. In terms of the women's Royal Rumble, we'll come back to the Sami Zayn situation in a second. In terms of the women's Royal Rumble, can anyone stop Rhea Ripley? Um, WWE would be wise to book <laughs> uh, a Becky Lynch to come very close to doing just that. Um, she's a major star that needs something for WrestleMania because it's not going to be with Damage Katarl. It's no longer going to be with Ronda Rousey, but she absolutely should be one of the names on the whiteboard that we discuss. We don't have an opponent, but she's definitely working the card. So I would expect to see someone, um, like something for Becky Lynch appear within the Rumble and certainly having like Rhea get to eliminate her maybe as the last person. Yeah. Is like, a, is a rub within itself within the match. That's who she survived. Um, I would like to see, it's it's gone Undermentioned slightly, I think, because of the potential of the scale of surprise in the men's one. But I genuinely wonder if WWE are allowing there to be no conversation about Naomi or are enjoying that there's no conversation about Naomi on purpose. I think she would make a fantastic surprise. As soon as Mercedes Monet uh, debuted in uh, Monet in uh, <laughs> New Japan, that kind of seemed to close the book on the both of them which was a little bit unfair, and like, she might not want to come back to WWE, but it certainly stopped the conversation on the pair of them, mm. and she hasn't returned yet. Her Royal Rumble pop was the thing that WWE dropped the ball on most when it came to her last run, mm -hmm. so they stand a chance to not only replicate that, but create the drama that she could win the whole thing, immediately bring her back as a big star, and it's the Rumble. 
Getting thrown out the Rumble is not getting pinned. You can tell a story with it. You can create a rivalry off the back of it. She doesn't lose any steam if she does return and is, say, the runner-up or is, say, cheated out of the place in the Rumble. If it gives a direction after the fact, they have an instant megastar babyface on their hands. For somebody else, again, Rhea Ripley to top. So only scans is a bigger achievement when, and I do believe when, Rhea Ripley wins it. So whilst it's... um. You know, it's open and shut. I think that Rhea Ripley has to win this. She's simply the most over woman in WWE. And that roster is kind of barren at the moment, in truth. I don't think it has to feel like a cakewalk. I don't mm. like they don't, It's the Rumble. Like me and Cedric were talking about this over the desks the other day. These used to be, and should be, and hopefully will be, the most fun things to fantasy book. There are so many different stories you can tell over the course of an hour with 30 wrestlers. It should be a treat for the people to come together and book this every year. And it just felt like... An annoyance of Vince Mann is like, right, how can I annoy my fan base and be cruel to some of their favourites? How can I pick on people or just push my one person? They were so inelegantly managed, and mm. it just doesn't... You don't get the sense that that's going to be the case this year. Yeah, I think it speaks volumes as well in terms of Rhea Ripley, Sage, that I think at time of recording, there's about seven women declared for the Royal Rumble, and I'm not there going, oh, I wonder if someone else is going to declare, I wonder if there's going to be a surprise entrant. I don't care. Rhea Ripley, open and shut case. Yeah, I think... Um, like, I think they've done a good job of building the men's, and ultimately, yeah, it feels like it's telegraphed that Cody's going to win, but part of the journey is giving the fans the destination, but making them want it at the mm. same time. And I think they've done a very effective job of doing that um, with Cody. With the women, yeah, very few participants announced, but it feels like a two-horse race between Becky Lynch, not because of a booking, or how over a character is right now, but purely on the basis of a historical name value mm -hmm. and star power, um, or Rhea Ripley. So at least that would make a fantastic final too, if they went in that direction. It has to be Rhea Ripley for me. I think Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair on that WrestleMania stage that Bianca Belair has just dominated and mm. been magnificent on um, would be another fantastic match. There'd be no better one, two, three debuting like first streak of matches in Mania history. Um, if that match lives up to its potential. Um, I would have Rhea Ripley win. I think she's the future. She's just so over. She's so confident. Her work just looks so snug and impactful. I think she's great. At the risk of sounding like a dickhead engagement account, who is just regurgitating five-year-old takes for the sake of some likes, even though they're ridiculous, they could actually run back the fabled, elusive Ronda versus Becky as a mid-card attraction now in 2023, it's nowhere near enough, it's near, nowhere near hot enough to be the main event or even a title match at this point, which speaks volumes. But every indication I get, looking from the outside in of WWE and of the company and the performer, Ronda Rousey, it's not a particularly harmonious relationship. They don't really want to book her that well or they're incapable. She does not look interested. Why not add a little bit of stakes to her final run, make it mean something, and do loser leaves town? Mm. Becky and Ronda on the mid card. I'm not daring to suggest it's anywhere near as hot as it was in late 2018, but that's a nice way to resolve what with Ronda Rousey is increasingly 
a problem. Uh, just slightly related to not somebody who I think will win, but somebody I think could be could be interesting again as a result of Royal Rumble because you can reheat people in this match as well. Um, one of the like we've been doing a lot of Rumble content in the run up to this, mm-hmm. and I've been looking back at um, fairly recent ones, and one of the most criminally underused tropes, or the abused tropes, I would say, is the Iron Man slash Iron Woman. They are sending people out there for 40, 50 minutes doing now to nothing. Yeah. Zero eliminations, one elimination, no profile spot when they do get eliminated, no mention of it on Raw the next night. There's tons of these run times that you're seeing. That used to be massive. Like, as a younger fan, I can remember the people that did the long stretches because the commentators went on about it loads. There was a high-profile moment and something came off the back of it. Even Chris Jericho, when there was nothing forthcoming, knew to label himself the 61-minute man because he knew there was value in that. And that was clearly no part of his future direction. Liv Morgan talking about being number one is not going to turn her career around and put her in the WrestleMania main event. But if she was to go coast to coast and then, let's say, lose, this kind of entitled character she's playing on SmackDown could be parlayed into an interesting heel turn and, like, reignite something for her. If she goes the distance and then is eliminated and just lashes out on people for it, for example, Mm. you know, she said she wanted to do it, she believed she was on this hero's journey in her head, and it's just not turned out for her. Um, that might be what that character needs. It's not a likable gimmick, but she has got the the attitude yeah. to to want uh, to want to win things, to want to achieve. There's nothing wrong in a wrestler wanting to achieve. It's just the way she's going about it is not very babyface like. So they could subvert that Iron Woman thing where she does go the distance, she fails, and then that's what becomes the making of her as a as a heel mm. or something like that. It's one of the only other things they've kind of brought up in this women's yeah. role. Or yeah, keep her as a babyface and have. Nia Jax eliminator for the heat. Well, like, you joke, there's a Nia Jax heat elimination in there somewhere. There's a Becky Lynch getting punched in the face spot if Nia Jax is in the match. They wouldn't book that, though. <laughs> it would just happen. It would just happen as a shoot. There's a lot of fun with yeah. Nia Jax. We've talked about this in a couple yeah. of other videos and pods. Like, if Nia Jax, as rumoured, is in the match, she's a brilliant number 30, especially if it's just a one-shot deal. Like, the fun you yeah. can have. Uh, right, let's talk more about Sami Zayn then, because Sid alluded to it there in terms of potentially muddy in the waters for Cody Rhodes. But uh, my tribal chief, Roman Reigns, uh, announced that Saturday would be, <laughs> would be Sami's final test to see if he is truly bloodline or not. What do you think they'd do? And, and is this a way to get away from, as Sid mentioned, him confusing the audience about who they want at the Rumble to win? Well, how I think they'd do it, is um, by having the Roman Reigns-Kevin Owens match take place before the Men's Rumble. I think the Men's Rumble is the headline Rumble yeah. this year. Um, and have Sami Zayn leave this pay-per-view on a stretcher. There is the visual that the fans... Well, you remember when Brian and Wyatt had the match and that gave the fans no reason to believe he wouldn't be back in the Rumble at the end of the night? Like Daniel Bryan fights Bray Wyatt, it's just a singles match. He's still... He's gonna. He's, he's definitely coming. He's definitely coming. <laughs> and he didn't. Sami Zayn leaving on a stretcher uh, is... Guaranteed confirmation that he will not be in the Royal Rumble. People will look out for an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> like, just Jake Cody Rhodes with impunity. He's, he's the guy. He's the guy. It's how he ends up on that stretcher. There was something I found really interesting about Sammy's acceptance of his fate in the uh, the trial on Monday. He uh, just didn't want to defend himself. He, for a second, showed like a bit of fury. That it's almost like for the first time he realised he was being gaslit by Roman and maybe Roman isn't worth... The Usos are kind of worth the trip. He's really forged a bond yeah. with Jimmy and Jay, but maybe Roman's just not worth the trip. Maybe none of this was worth it all along. Otherwise, he wouldn't have just sat there prepared to take the Samoan spike. And I wonder if on the night, Roman, the test... Like, if you remember how the Paul Heyman tease, whose side is he on? It was Paul Heyman 
trying to fool all of us by throwing the belt in between them. I think it will be a lot more overt than that. I think Roman will, like say it's a chair, place the weapon in Sammy's hand, just as was the case at War Games. Prove yourself to me once again. And then when he doesn't, we might get the big heat angle there instead of on television. And television, SmackDown, for example, the big hook will be what now? Sami Zayn left for dead by the bloodline at the Royal Rumble. Like, it almost, you almost have to tune into television to see the follow-up and this huge stadium-sized venue, 70,000 people in the Alamo Dome or whatever it's going to be, cheering for Sami Zayn before he gets brutalised is almost this, like, more dramatic setting than it just taking place on a SmackDown. So I think it happens here. Is there the Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns match? It's not no holds barred or anything no, like that. No, I don't think so, no. It's a bloody shame, that, because they could have done a fantastic callback to War Games, and when the referee's about to strike the mat for a third time in Roman's favour, that's when Sammy could do it. Yeah. But or a callback to when Roman Reigns bulldozed over Kevin Owens with a golf cart. That kind of rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that first one they had. It's, it was ridiculous. It was like, that's a funny slapstick bump. I'm glad the baby face got hit yeah. by him. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do this. They're ultimately going to have some kind of weapon in play. Like, ref bump city. Yes. Like, I want this to be completely OTT, WWE melodrama. That's what the company is. Yep. That's what the company excels at. The company, give that to me on Saturday. I will be happy. They need ref bums for this to happen, ultimately. So the ref gets bummed, then maybe another one gets bummed, and then that's when Roman just assaults Kevin Owens, who has the better of him in the match for this story to make sense, just decides to just nail him with a chair over and over and over again, maybe try and pilmanize his ankle or do something like that. And that's when Sammy comes in and sort of threatens to you know, join in or the conflict is there, either joins in or takes the chair off Roman, and that's the test. And it's one of those as well, because he's got the close, near family family connection with Kevin Owens. In that moment, he's ta- literally taken food off the table of someone he kind of knows his family as well. So if he takes the chair off Roman in the midst of like, this really gruesome like heel-heat injury angle, that could be the test that he fails. You have to get him out of there, don't you, for me, for in the Royal Rumble. In, uh, he yeah. can't be in it. Or if he no. is in it, but you have it, to have... It doesn't work like that, though. Mm. That's the problem here. The it's, the irony is, the like the further he's ostensibly taken out of that yes. match, people think it's a cue that he's actually further into it. <laughs> if he gets stretched out, a generation of fans raised on Steve Austin coming back from jail... Literally in an ambulance at a Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, all right, okay, that well, that means, if anything, actually, he's, uh, <laughs> he's going to come back. There's no way to write him out. There just isn't. There isn't. Yeah. So it's going to be hard. But again, I just don't know if this modern WWE audience is going to hijack and revolt. Mm. Just to sort of reiterate something we said on our Raw review, wherever you get your podcasts, um, the cool thing about our bloodline is that we can actually analyze WWE in the way we would AW for ages um, in that there is a plan. Yeah. Like, Monday doesn't happen, with especially because loads of it was on, like, ultimately sort of on the fly. Monday doesn't happen unless you have booked things in advance. Loads of what was great about Monday. That's so hour. much left to play with yeah. as well. That, like, uh, they have got things That's the thing. The segment forward. getting cancelled wasn't the end of the world yeah. because they'd given them so much to play with. So it's so nice to be sitting here. It's rarefied air. To yeah. be sitting days before the paper. Like, the thing we're speculating on is not just optimistic speculation. 
something's going to happen. It's delusion at points. Yeah. Honestly, over the last it's however many years, it was pure delusion. Please, entertainment show, give us something entertaining. That was what <laughs> we were basically asking for years. Not now. Like, definitely, definitely something will happen and develop in this story that will be hugely significant, running right into the next set of television champions and the pay-per-view to follow in Sami Zayn's, like, hometown. Like, oh. it absolutely, like, this is the guarantee we can sort of lay out something major in this in this what many people consider to be the best storyline in wrestling is going to happen. And that's like that's what you're supposed to anticipate. Yeah. That's promotion. Bloody love this time of year. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts, your predictions, your ideas for the uh, Sami Zayn final test in the comment section below uh, or on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE where you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. And make sure you join myself and Phil Chambers on Saturday night or I suppose the early hours of Sunday morning if you're here in the UK for our live stream reactions to the Royal Rumble 2023. But for now, this has been Get the Table. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us and we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.